What's up, rap stars? It's your host, Romeo Santos, and co-host, Kenny Fulton. Kenny, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. How are you? Good morning, Romeo. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All right. So, um, rap stars, this afternoon, we're going to be talking about something that has taken up a massive space in my brain uh, and in our businesses over the last, I'd say, probably at least 30 days. And it's always important but it has really come to a head because everything is getting busy right now. And while everything is busy, what do we tend to do, Kenny? Well, as we get busier, we kind of start to lose track of time and uh, the days kind of just fly right by. Time, time. That's right. We start losing track of time. We just get busy in the whirlwind. So today we're going to talk about the great divide, what separates the ordinary from the extraordinary. And at the end of the day, it literally is how you use your time, right? So the way that you use your time is 100% your choice. There's a saying that says you can either allow the day to run you or you can run your day. Now, everybody is guilty of allowing the day to run them. For a long time, I was always a victim of allowing the day to run me, right? Sorry about that, folks. I did not go on airplane mode. There we go. And so over time, I have spent more and more effort focusing on how I can use my time, planning my time, using a calendar, finding different tools. There is no silver bullet, right? What works for me may not work for you, Kenny. What works for you may not work for Michelle on our team. It may not work for Judy, Gwen, Annie. It doesn't matter, but we've got to find something. So what are some of the things that we actually do use to help us stay organized and make sure that we're focusing on the right things? Mm, well, we, we have several tools. One, I think probably just for your most in, immediate concerns, your daily are gonna be your, your calendar. You know, we use uh, Gmail and being in a team environment, we also share calendars with each other so we can respect each other's time. So before you just call somebody, see if they're free, you know, be one less distraction, you know, for your teammate and, you know, ask for the time, you know, that you need kind of planning ahead. Um, so that's probably our primary tool for short term planning. And then for our long term uh, planning and goals, which I'm sure we're going to get into, you know, we use our 411 and our, our 135 as, as tools to, to forecast and make sure that we're staying on track for our long term goals. Yeah, absolutely. And so those are tools that are documents, basically, that we use that we are actually write things down. And so Anybody that has a goal uh, has probably heard that if you want to achieve that goal, your chances are increased exponentially if you just simply write it down, Yeah, just by writing it down. And so we're not talking about a to-do list, right? Because sometimes as humans, we get very excited about check off, check off, check off, check off, right? And so you may have 30 items on your to-do list. And what are you going to do with a to-do list if you have 30 items on it, Kenny? What do you think naturally people will do? Just push it off to another time. Push it off to another time. But if they get through it and they get into it, which items are they going to check off first? They're going to check off the hard items. The stuff that you want to do. The stuff that you want to do or the stuff that's easy, right? So the hard stuff, let's just say in our business, you got to make phone calls and lead generate so that you can have your next appointment, right? But you also need to do a social media post. You have those two things on your to-do list. Which one do you think is going to get done first most likely? Probably social media. 
Right. And then you get through the day and then something else comes up. So you do a social media post. What do you then think you're going to start doing once you make that post happen? I don't know anything other than whatever's hard. Well, I mean, it's social media, which is like a vortex, right? Of time yeah. suck. So if you actually are on your social medias and you're creating a post so that you can do that instead of your lead generation, chances are you might spend another 15, 20, 30 hour, hour and a mm -hmm. half, depending on who you are on social media. Then all of a sudden now it's noon. Well, what happens around noon for most people, Kenny? Lunch. Lunch. Okay. So now we're talking about lunch. So now you go, you have lunch and you're probably still playing on social media. And now all of a sudden it's one o'clock. What are the chances that you're going to do that most important thing of your day and start making your phone calls at one o'clock? Oh, pretty low. You know, after you had lunch, you know. Right. You might take a nap. Depending on what you ate. Right. So we have to make sure that we're focusing on doing the most important things that we need to. And so we talk about the quadrant of importance, right? And so on that quadrant, we've got the important and urgent, okay? That's your top left-hand corner if you're looking at a sheet of paper. Important and urgent. Well, important and urgent means you gotta do it. So important right. and urgent could mean I've got to lead generate or I don't eat this month, right? Or if you're in a different profession, let's say if you are an underwriter, I've got to do this underwriting report or I don't get paid this month, right? So there's that urgent and important. Then you drop down and you have the important, but not urgent. Well, important, but not urgent, you plan for, right? It's very important. It needs to happen, but it's not urgent. So I don't need it to take time right now. I need to plan for that. Okay. Then you have the urgent, but not important. What are some examples of urgent, but not important? Mm, urgent, but not important. Uh, maybe be something like, you know, I think it's something good. Well, we talk about it all the time. Don't be a victim to other people's what? what they want other people's anxieties, right? Okay, yeah. Everybody yeah. out there has had a phone call from somebody and they're like, Oh my God, I got to get an answer. I need this right now. Or they get a text. Hey, I need you to get back to me right away. This is very important, but is it? It's important to them. And it doesn't mean that you should ignore them yet. People are so willing to go, okay, I'll be right there. Okay. I'll take care of it right now. And they've got things that they need to do. And what do they do? They let other people's anxieties take over their day. And they go do those people's important things and they ignore mm -hmm. their own important things. How do you think that's going to pan out for you at the end of the week if you are that type of a reactor, that type of a response? Yeah, I mean, it just, just throws you off track because you're completely reactionary, you know, and anybody can throw you off your schedule. So like maybe an investor asking me for comps, right? Yeah. It's important, you know, but definitely not urgent. Correct. It's important, but it's not urgent, right? And oftentimes with important not urgent. What can you do with those? You can schedule, you can put them on your calendar for another time. You can let get set expectations on when you can get back to that yeah. item. Yeah. Or you can even just delegate them. It's important, but it's not urgent. I'll delegate that. Right. Mm -hmm. So what could be important, but not urgent. I need to respond to that email. Could you call somebody on your team and ask them to help you out with that? I got to get yeah. the sign post off of the house because we close tomorrow. That's important, but it's not urgent. Can you delegate that to somebody, right? Yeah. We have to start filtering things through. And then 
the last quadrant is not important and not urgent. What should we do with not important and not urgent? Trash it. Delete, delete, delete. Or, or as my, uh, my, one of my favorite comedians, Jim Gaffigan says in one of his, uh, one of his, um, uh, comedy specials, erase, erase, just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. We have so many things that we focus on that we think need to get done because of somebody else's anxiety that are not important and they're not urgent. They're urgent in the other per person's mind, but we allow them to take over our day. So let's talk about the difference again between people that are uber successful and those that are mildly successful or not successful at all. So what time do the average millionaire or CEOs wake up? Probably four or five. Four o'clock in the morning. What time does the average workday start? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. So let's do simple math. If you're up at four and the rest of the world is getting started at eight, how many hours are you buying yourself? Got a four hour head start. Four hour head start. Now, what are some of the things that you could do with those four hours, Kenny? I plan your day. That'd probably be one of the more important items. Yeah. Uh, things that are self-care related, you know, mm -hmm. um, going to the gym, mm -hmm. uh, reading articles yeah. on uh, self-improvement, whatever interests you. Yeah. Yep. Meditate, meditate, silence, think, mm -hmm. plan. Yep. Exercise. So exercise releases endorphins. Mm -hmm. Meditating grounds you and helps center you so that you can be focused and calm yourself so that you're not scattered. Right. Then you start your planning. Then you reference, Hey, I got my 411, which is my tool or my 135. And I've got my calendar and I'm looking at these things and I'm making sure that I'm not scheduling over anything. Let's just say, that by 6.30 or 7 o'clock, an hour or an hour and a half before the rest of the world kind of quote unquote gets started, your entire day is planned out and it's on your calendar and you look at your calendar all the time. How many distractions do you think are going to actually be able to knock you off of your goals for that day? I mean, very few. Definitely going to minimize them. You're definitely going to minimize them. You can't eliminate all of them because there are true, urgent and important things that show up without you expecting them. Yet- right. They're not as many as we think, right? Yeah. They're not as many as we think. So if you're up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., or it doesn't matter, let's say that you normally get up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Now, you know what? Let's say that maybe some of these folks are just, they love to sleep. They stay up late and they, you know, uh, party or watch movies or whatever it might be. Your wake up time is 8 a.m. People tell me all the time, man, I could never get up at 4 a.m. You probably couldn't go from 8 a.m. to 4 a.m. You're right. That would probably be hard, right? That would be like going from bench pressing 100 pounds to 400 pounds. Probably right. not going to happen right away. Yet, if you bench press 100 pounds this week, could you do 105 pounds next week? Yeah, for sure. Probably. 110 the next week? Yep. 112 and a half the next week? Right? See where we're going. We're making incremental changes. So if you want more time, or you always feel like you don't have enough time to do something, can you find the time? Yeah. Right? So the story that I like to tell is the story of Zig Ziglar when he's telling a story about the guy who's just working like crazy, and he comes home early from work, and his wife gets so excited. He's like, oh, my God, honey, I'm so happy you got off work early today. 
We're going to get to be able to clean out the garage. That was the project that we were going to get done this weekend. I'm so happy that you're home. And he goes, oh, honey, I'm so exhausted. I'm so, it's been so busy. I just don't want to, I just can't even do it. I don't want to do it. I'm just, I've just been so busy. And then all of a sudden his phone rings, ring, 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 ring. And on the other line, it's his buddy. And his buddy goes, hey, man, I just got a tea time. It's at it's in 30 minutes. Can you meet me down at the golf course? And he goes, oh, hell yeah, I can meet you down there. I'll be there in 30 minutes. All of a sudden, he got all this energy, right? We say this all the time in our meetings every day when people say, hey, you know what? I, I've just been busy. I get it. We're all busy. But busy is also keyword for it wasn't that important to me. Because we always find a way to make time for the things that are truly important to us when we focus on it, right? So if we are focusing on these things on a regular basis and having conversations around them, do you think you'll get better? Yeah, absolutely. Since you've been with our organization, Kenny, have you gotten better at managing your time? Yeah, I mean, I'd say the tools have changed, you know, because the, the, my role has changed. Um, mm -hmm. one of the exercises I, I think we kind of started with, was just writing down everything that you do in a day. And so mm -hmm. you can start to see where you're spending your time. And so it wasn't just work related. It's like, as soon as you wake up, you know, you're writing down how many hours you slept, you know, when you got up, you know, you have your own personal things you have to fit into your life as well. And then just really focusing yeah. on like, well, this is how you're spending your time. Um, I'd say that the biggest struggle has been that as you get busier, uh, so these are great tools, and then you'll see the results from using these tools. But one of the results of using the tools is, you know, more business. And then, you know, yeah, you're always trying sure. to counterbalance getting busier. So that's the positive thing that it works. But then when you get busier, sometimes you let those tools, you know, you put them to the side. Um, and then you may not feel those results immediately. Uh, it may not happen until the fall or after the, the, the season has kind of started to slow down a little bit. So the discipline is involved and being conscious and holding yourself accountable and then going back and say, I have to get back to the calendar. So definitely got better with it over time, but it's definitely still a work in progress. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm glad that you brought that point up, right? Like you said, counterbalance and not actually the reality is like, you know, we hear people all the time. They say, I, I just want balance in my life. And it's like, well, you'll never be balanced, right? You'll always be balancing. You're always going to swing one way and then swing back another way. And you'll be always balancing between that line, but you'll never be balanced. I mean, just get that out of your head. You're never gonna have a totally balanced life. Some weeks you're gonna work your tush off and some weeks you're not gonna have anything to do and you'll be able to just go and relax, right? But typically you're somewhere in the middle and you're kind of teetering back and forth, okay? Now, what we did when we did that, when we did that um, uh, exercise is because we all felt like we were too busy to make our contacts, right? That was the complaint that was on the team. I'm not making my contacts because I'm too busy. Okay. Well, busy doing what? Well, I'm busy negotiating contracts. Okay. All right. How many hours do you think you're negotiating contracts? Five hours. Okay. So if we have just a 40 hour work week and we're down to 35 hours. Great. And what else? Well, you know, I'm showing property. Okay. How many hours a week do you think you're showing properties? Um, 20 hours. Okay. 25 hours. So now we're down to 15 hours. Great. Okay. And what else are you doing? Well, I am sourcing properties. Okay, how many hours a week are you sourcing properties? Five hours. Okay, great. So you're down to, you're down to um, uh, 
30 hours, right? You're up to 30 hours. So you're down to 10 hours a week. This is just at 50 hours, right? And obviously we're real estate agents. So we work on the weekend. So we work more than 50 hours, 40 hours, right? All right. So then you get to it and you go, well, what else are you doing? Well, I got to do contract and paperwork. Do you? Our team does that for you. Uh, well, I still got a, uh, okay. So an hour. And then we work ourselves down and then we ultimately figure out like, wait a minute, I have eight hours a week left. What am I doing with those eight hours a week? So I could lead generate for an hour and a half every single day. If I did it first, if I made a priority and that's what we decided was the result. We were just wasting our time. We were not as busy as we thought we were. We were just running around doing things or we found that we were doing things that we didn't need to. And so in that exercise, we literally had a calendar and we stopped every 15 minutes and we documented what we did for 15 minutes and we did that for a week. And when we got to the end of the week, we realized, holy crap, I'm wasting a lot of time. Oh my God, I was on Facebook for 30 minutes and I didn't even do a post. I was just like, I was just like messing around or, or, right. or, or, or we'll say, you know, oh my God, I, I, I drove, I drove all the way to, and I'm still guilty of this. I still do it today. I drove all the way to Ricerstown to pick up a sign because I didn't plan it. Even though I was in Towson two days before, I could have driven an extra 15 minutes and gotten it instead of driving three hour round trip or an hour and a half round trip, whatever it is. Right. Well, hey, Ruby. proper prior planning prevents. Yes. Stop for a sec. Uh, your microphone is clicking a lot. Can you check your wires? I was hearing it. Kenny, were you hearing the click? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know if it was my internet or if it was. It was I think it's just the wiring. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The why? Should I just go without it? No. I mean, it sounds good now. It sounds perfect now. It was just started clicking there, like. All right. So. Don't touch I'll it. I'll just stop. I'll stay away from the desk. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Seven P's. Um, Five. Seven P's. All right. All right. So we'll talk about what, what I love to um, use is the seven P's, right? Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Shout out to Jennifer Woodhouse who taught me that many, many years ago. When we don't plan, we plan to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. And we talk about that all the time. That's why we use the calendar. That's why we use the 411. That's why we slow down and we have our meeting in the morning. That's why we do these things because we know how easy it is to let your life take over, right? It's so easy to just get caught up in the whirlwind. It's so hard to avoid the whirlwind unless you have tools available to you that you use on a consistent basis. So if you're out there and you feel like you could be getting more done, well, evaluate the tools that you're using. Evaluate how you're using your time. Evaluate whether or not you're making the best use of your time. Are you being a victim of your day or, 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 are, you, or are you slaying your day, right? Are you being a victim of other people's anxieties or are you controlling other people's anxieties and, and, and giving you know, milestones and you're giving expectations and you're giving updates? All these things that we can do ahead of time to help ourselves. We're in a massive growth mode in our organization right now, and I'm slightly demanding. And I've got an admin team, and I've got partners in other businesses, and, and, and we're doing all sorts of stuff all over the place. And I guarantee you that everybody feels overwhelmed right now. And it's okay. you got to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Otherwise, you're not doing anything. If you're not feeling a little uncomfortable, then you're not growing. You're not stretching. If you go to the gym and you come home and you didn't even sweat, did you actually work out or did you just go visit the gym? Yeah. Right. Like if you're not sore the next day, do you think you're going to grow muscles? 
Probably not. No, because how do you grow muscles? By tearing down the muscle fibers and allowing them to heal, right? We have to do the same thing in our lives. We have to tear down the habits that we're, that we're used to so that we can allow new habits to grow, right? And don't be afraid to fail, right? We talk about it all the time that you got to have breakdowns to have breakthroughs. Quote by Jennifer Schiff. Thank you, Jennifer Schiff. You're going to have to have breakdowns to have breakthroughs, right? When you fail, if you stop and you pay attention and you learn from it, you'll grow from it. You'll get better. These are habits, right? These are habits. And, you know, you, you hear people that are highly effective, that, that are achieving way more than any of us are, way more than I am. And, and, and you hear them get interviewed and they ask them things like, how do you stay so motivated all the time? And they say things like, I don't, but I've built really good habits and systems. And when I'm not feeling motivated, my default are my habits and my systems. Do you have habits and systems in your life? If you don't, you might want to consider getting them if you want to achieve some great things, which I hope everybody does, because the purpose of life is not to acquire the most things. It's to acquire the most experiences and live life in the richest way possible. Would you agree, Kenny? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Right. So, so, so in, in this conversation, what do you think some people should be taking away from this? I mean, I, I think you have to start at the end. Uh, what do you want? You know, what are your goals? What do you, what do you want out of life? And you have Bingo. to reverse engineer it because if you don't really have a plan on, you know, what exactly it is that you want, then you're kind of just walking aimlessly and just, you know, reacting to whatever life gives you. But once you know exactly what you want, write it down and then try to come up with a plan. Like, okay, if I want to make a million dollars, how do I get there? You know, how much do I need to make uh, um, each each month, each quarter, you know, in order to get there and break it down each quarter to what are the Mm -hmm. things I need to do and have in place to get there? Who are the people that need to be in certain places in order to, to help me get to that to that place and then break it all the way down. So, you know what you're doing, you know, each day, each hour. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and what you focus on will expand. So if you want to master your time, focus on what you're doing with it. Mm -hmm. The more you focus on what you're doing with it, you're going to get frustrated. You're not going to be perfect. Nobody expects you to be perfect right away. I am five years into this and I still suck at it more often than I don't yet. I continue to focus on it and I've seen market improvements in my world as a result. And I will continue to focus on it because I know that where my massive goals are, I need to do things that I've not done before. Right. Another great saying, if you want to have things that you've never had before, you'll have to start doing things that you've never done before. That's right. Words to live by. Words to live by. All right, Kenny, anything else to add before we let everybody go? So, I mean, I think it's just this is a, a great time to have this conversation. We have this conversation a lot around the fourth quarter as we try to plan for the upcoming year. So let's say around October, November, December 2020, we were having a lot of these conversations. Um, and then as you go through the year, you're kind of seeing like, are we on track to reach our goals? Are we ahead? Are we behind? Right. And then the market changes along. So you have to uh, do some course correction there. But I think being, you know, right at the middle of the year, you know, we're at the halfway mark. This is a great time uh, to sit back, do some reflection on, 
You know, are you on track to reaching your goals? Have your goals changed, you know, due to the market? Um, are there new opportunities out there? Um, are there some things that you thought you'd have in place that are not in place? You know, why is that? And this is just a great time of the year to sit there and then make sure that you can still finish your year strong. And, and, and also we're kind of right in the thick of everything at the same time. So, you know, this is a really, it's, it's, it's good to have purpose and to sit here and say, okay, we're in the middle of it right now. We know that uh, we're kind of riding the wave, but we need to take a break and think about what's happening. Uh, let's realign ourselves. Um, one of the great things I think that we're doing at this point in, in our, um, our careers is, is building the team and saying, hey, like, okay, you know, we, we've done well in some areas and there's some other areas where we need improvement, uh, but we're still continuing to grow. And let's make sure that we're purposeful about that and bringing new people onto the team. So, you know, anybody out there, if these are the type of things that you want to incorporate into your business and you want to keep this conversation moving forward, you know, we both welcome you to reach out and connect with the both of us. Um, that could Absolutely. be, be a, you know, if you're already, if you're already in our sphere, then you know how to reach us. And if not, um, I can be reached on, uh, Instagram at realtor Kenny Fulton. Um, I could also be reached four, four, three, seven, six, three, zero, nine, five, eight and Facebook at uh Kenny Fulton. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. That's a great way to end it. And, uh, everybody y'all can reach me at Romeo at red or just shoot me a call or text at two, four, Oh, four, Oh, one. 8023. All right. Well, I think we hammered that one home. Great show, Kenny. Thank you very much. Rap stars. We're out. Peace.